Nation. It's getting around, Coach, isn't it? I say, Coach, can, can you, you feel any stand. better about yourself right now? <laughs> yeah, I think it's growing. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, Jack, first off, congratulations to you. Thank you, Nasty. Have you said hello? You know Brian, Billy? Oh, yeah, I do know Brian. Yeah, very well. G give, give me the whole, like, lowdown here. I mean, the thanks, the appreciation. I've, I've, already, I've already thanked him publicly. It's getting to where uh, it's gotten a little out of hand. But, uh, no, <laughs> it's I, getting I, embarrassing, I, huh? He, and you don't believe it, do I would you? Use, I would use a different phrase that Brian uses from time to time, but I don't think it's appropriate <laughs> you for the radio waves. The signal's going down about 12 minutes. We can, we can just delete it out and put it back in if you want. No, no. No, but, no? no, I am, I am uh, grateful for the opportunity that Brian gave me and the preparation that... Uh, he basically helped me get going and, and led to a head, head job. So When you hire him, do you know this is where he's headed? Well, you know, what I saw in Jack, I've had a little experience with, I think, former players, if they want to commit to the profession. And that's the hard thing. And Jack knows what I'm talking about. There's a lot of pro players that say, oh, yeah, I'll coach pro ball. But then it's, well, wait a minute, you mean i got to work on Tuesday? You mean, wait a minute, how, how late do I, you're, you're going to pay how me early? how much? <laughs> but those that are willing to commit, Mike Tice. Uh, Matt Cavanaugh, Jack Del Rio. Singletary. Uh, Mike Singletary, who I'm bringing now. Uh, Great hire, by the way. Great hire. <laughs> Do you try to steal Singletary, too, no, like everybody else? No, no. You but if you can get that former player <laughs> You stole in there. a family member, for crying out loud. You're stealing everybody. <laughs> but if you can get that former player with that perspective, the respect that Jack had when he came in with, uh, with a, a veteran group, uh, you can't just put anybody in with Ray Lewis, Peter Bulware, Jamie Sharper at the time. The respect that Jack had when he came in, those guys knowing the history that Jack had, and then Jack followed up with excellent teaching skills and, and developed those skills as a coach and deserves to be where he's at. Jack, getting this job, uh, I, I guess you were considered to be a long shot or Phil Savage. I'd, had I'd, I'd have to be a long shot. How did you get this job? I mean, your phone rings. Who thought it up? Who dreamed it up? I mean, this isn't a thing where you throw a resume out in the mail for every job no, that comes up. No, no. You were happy in Carolina, not. weren't you? I, well, I was very happy there and uh, prepared in the event. I'd, I'd get the opportunity to interview, and, and interview went extraordinarily well, and here I am. What do you learn about the interviewing skills and, and all that stuff? I mean, getting these jobs. I mean, this well, is the being, first. You're one for one, one dude. I mean, that's being prepared. Bad. Being prepared is a good thing. And I think the next best thing is going in and being yourself and hoping that that's the, that's the right fit. And that's what happened here. I think I learned so much from Brian the week he got hired and how everything changed. Everything felt different. I mean, I know that. Right. Brian, there's no way for either one of you to know that because, I mean, from, from the inside, just being seen with Ted, maybe the only ones who would know are Kevin Byrne or Marvin Lewis, people that are inside that building. What are you going to change in Jacksonville? What did you learn from this man about coming in? I mean, aside from Jack being on billboards out in the I-95 in Jacksonville, which they pulled for <laughs> the ball coach over here. No, but, now, if there should be a face on a billboard, it should be Jack Del Rio. To blow my face up the size they did, that was, that was unkind <laughs> it to was the city of Baltimore. For. Yeah, yeah it sure Jack, was. Jack would be okay. I think there were some accidents on 83 that happened because of that. Right. What, what, what did you learn from, from Brian? Well, I've learned there's a lot of work to do. And... Uh, the biggest thing is for me to create an environment much like he did where you encourage coaches, players, everybody in the building to excel at what they do and be supportive of one goal, and that is winning a championship. We were able to do that in our second year together in Baltimore under Brian's tutelage, and I hope to be able to do something even remotely along those lines down in Jacksonville. Let's talk about Mike Smith. Uh, he's stealing your guys here, I know, Brian. I know. For a while there, I thought they were going to back the truck up and just, and just empty it uh, Empty it up with the, but Mike's, it's a great opportunity for Mike Smith. It's what Jack alluded to. Mike Smith's an outstanding coach. To now be given the opportunity to go on and coordinate for Jack, uh, it's great to see guys like that move up and move on, and, and he's, he'll do a great job for him. And that, the only way you can really repay those that have done those types of things for you 
is to go out and, and do the same thing for some others. Jack, uh, last comment for you. I, I, just good luck. I know you got a, a million things to do here. I'm going to hate you if we ever play you. I hope we, we see you this the year. Championship we do play game. this year. We do play. Yeah, I haven't yeah, checked the schedule. That's yeah. right. It's your place. Yeah. All right. It's our place. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll give you a, a hero's welcome upon return. Yeah. Same, same welcome we'll give Marvin when right, he comes in. Beautiful. How do you look in teal? Teal your color? Is it flattering on you? I don't know. You'll have to tell me. But we look forward to coming back to Baltimore. It's a great, great city. And, uh, and so we'll see you then. All right. Now, look, I got to get you out of here because we got classified Baltimore only information to talk yeah. about here. Good deal. You're now the enemy. All right. Understood. Last hug and handshake right, for you. you buddy. Be good, Jack. All Thanks right. a lot. Thanks. All the best. All, All right. right. All right. Now tell me what's now, going on. Now it's really on. let's, let's, let's really get really to the dirt. Huh? Now, now, now we it's, get it's exciting. For, here. It's exciting to see Jack go through that. Now it's a great. It, it's a time in your life you never forget. That first chance to be a head coach. Uh, what he's going through right now, he's going to remember for the rest of his life. And you did the same thing. You got hired same week, same time. And I remember you coming down to Miami, sitting in with me, and we had known each other for a week. And now he's going around and doing this whole tour. I mean, is it overwhelming what, what he's going through if, for what you went through? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. You kind of you take it in stride, certainly. The key is to keep your priorities straight and understand how this whole thing works, that this, this process, what this is about, this is part of the NFL. There are some coaches, I think, mistakenly, feel like it's a distraction I don't want to deal with it it's not my job but I tell you what as a head coach this is part of your job and you better be aware of the environment that your players are in uh, as much as anything and so this is a part of the NFL as, as much as anything and you better learn what it's about so much is surrounding yourself with good people and I think as much as winning was all there and you took a lot of credit Marvin took credit Ray took credit everybody gets the credit sure people come up give me credit I didn't do anything mm -hmm. except cheer hard but for what Jack's going through to surround himself with the right people, you clearly did that because those people have now elevated themselves. And we talked about this a little bit last week. You came on for a couple of minutes. But in a Mike Singletary, you bring in a guy, and the fridge was sitting right over here a minute ago. We were talking about Singletary. and You bring in a champion. You brought a champion in. And where did that start? How did that thing come to fruition with Singletary? Well, um, a couple months ago, if you remember, Mike Singletary was uh, approached and, and talked about maybe trying to get the Baylor job. He had called Ozzie Newsom uh, to consult. Uh, he had known Ozzie to get some ideas about what he thought the viability was the, of that was. Uh, was it a good time to come into the profession? Because Mike had a great deal of passion to want to get into the coaching profession. Obviously, being a Baylor grad, that would have been an ideal situation for him. That showed me that there was that initial interest. And, and the only question, you know Mike Singletary is going to make a great coach. Tremendous credentials, passion. He's an excellent teacher. The last 10 years, he's headed up what's called the Leadership Zone, which basically is presenting leadership seminars for corporate types, uh, for coaches. So he is a good teacher. Um, wanting to commit to the profession. That was the only question I had for Mike Singletary. Do you want to commit to the profession? The man has seven kids. His wife has already picked a house out in Baltimore. Uh, that's, that's commitment to the profession. Well, above and beyond all that, uh, I had Lynn Swan here earlier. I mean, we see these Hall of Famers. I mean, Coach, you look up on this wall and you see these guys. Uh, Aikman, broadcaster. Namath, broadcaster. Uh, Phil Simms, broadcaster. Bradshaw, broadcaster. Uh, you know, I'm just going along the line of all these guys. Len Dawson, broadcaster. You're going to be a broadcaster. Steve Young's over here. He brought. I mean, that's the easiest jump. And you're going to find that at this weekend that we're stealing friggin' money. I mean, you know, you're doing this Super Bowl thing. This is easier than coaching. I, I do what I do for a living. I would not want to put in the hours 
that a Marvin Lewis, that a Brian Billick, that a Mike Smith, that all these people that have elevated their status, you have to love it. You have to absolutely love football. And it's not so much the hours that you put in, because obviously uh, th- that's obvious. But you get into this profession, you understand that. Um, the, the thing is that what you recognize is that the, the sacrifices that you ask your family to go through. Uh, that's the biggest thing. When I say commit to a profession, uh, commit to the coaching profession, a big part of that is is you're willing to commit your family to the coaching profession uh, and put them through the rigors that this job represents. John Elway creating quite the stir back here with the uh, <laughs> He with tends the to do that. Here. Yeah, I mean, he, it's big John Elway. There you go. He's, he's selling cars, right? Is that, you know, going into this thing and not needing the money. I mean, Mike Singletary, you you can't pay him, yeah. you, you know what I mean, to be a linebacker coach. It's a I mean, passion for the game. It's a passion for the game that it's not until you're really away from the game that you fully appreciate how much you've missed it. And and Mike does miss it. He's got a lot. Mike Singletary belongs back in the game. I'm thrilled that we can be the conduit for that. I, I think it's going to be a very short period of time before Mike Singletary vaults himself to the top of these head coaching lists that the, the ownerships look for because he embodies that. He's got to build a little bit more of a resume on the coaching side, but you know he has the knowledge. You know he has the passion. He's an extremely poised, powerful leader. Uh, he just needs to get a, a, a few of the, the coaching uh, uh, hurdles behind him, some of the difficulties you have to deal with in coaching. Once he gets that experience, not so much even for himself, but that when he does become a head coach one day, he recognizes what his assistant coaches are going to have to go through. With, with him and Ray and the relationship there, I mean, um, Ray's had leaders in front of him from the beginning. I mean, Marvin was a role model, Jack coming in. I mean, I think Ray changed a lot as a player with Jack, just working with the linebacker. No disrespect to Maxie or anything like that, but working with a guy who's been in the game recently, now to see Mike Singletary in this situation with Ray. What is their relationship like coming in? Oh, it, it's, uh, it's going to be magical. Yeah, that's the only word I can think of. Ray's excited, obviously. He knows what Mike Singletary represents, and, and he's going to be able to talk. Those two are going to be able to talk to one another in a way and at a level that, that no one else can. Uh, and, and think about an Eddie Hartwell and, and what he's going to have, in, a resource for him, a Ray Lewis and a Mike Singletary. What this can do for a Peter Bowler and helping. Scott. Absolutely. Sure. Um, this, this, I'm excited about this hire, but as much as I am excited for the Baltimore Ravens, I'm excited that Mike Singletary is back in the NFL. They're yelling at me, you got to leave. All right. All right. So you, we you, know who's really in charge. Kevin and, Byrne. And it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Coach, uh, thanks for stopping by. Good luck to you on Sunday. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm no, looking watch forward your, to it. Watch your language, all right? I will. I'll, I'll, I'll clean it up. My right. mother will give me a call if I don't. I'll see you at home, man. All right. Have a good time. Coach Brian Billick leaving us. It is 5 o'clock. You're listening to WNST Towson. Baltimore. Here's the flag. Morning,